living on the ledge. Clean windows. That's my pledge. Water spotting. All over the place. You're listening to Living on the Ledge on the Giggles Live Radio Network with your host, DMV Mike. Hey. What's long time, long time since we've been up here. Yeah, it has been a long time, and all those water spots are due to the weird rain we're getting just randomly. Yeah, every just once in a while. random misting going on here. Yeah. Oh, God, you pulled one here for us. Oh, very good. Oh, we're going to just pass that one around. That's a pretty good sized brew. That's a good sized one. Yeah, just put it inside the paper bag so that people looking up here don't think. I was at an open mic one time, and a guy pulled a, a, a can of beer out of his um, his jacket while he was on stage, and the club owner went and removed him off the stage and kicked him out and banned him from the club right in front of everybody. <laughs> he, he thought it'd be funny to stand up there and open a beer. It was the most weird thing ever, and uh, none of the stuff he did landed. Oh, God. So. Uh, you would thought that would have been just a, 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 something that would just take off, you know? Yeah, you'd think. So what's been new? Are you uh, ready to get up there on the building and see what kind of a mess you've got to look forward to or what? Yeah, I know we've had a lot of, lot of trouble with seagulls. and. Um, yeah, the seagulls have been a problem this year. Yeah, a lot, like, lot worse than it has been in the past. Well, you know, authorities are attributing it to the fact that uh, with, with value menus going up in price, people aren't throwing away as many fries. So the seagulls are being a little more testy. Testy, yeah. yeah. People aren't going to throw away a French fry when it costs so much, you know. I, I wonder if they've gotten more aggressive and the seagulls have gone and just taken them out of people's hands, you know. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised a single bit. I, I remember um, one of my kids got um, attacked. A tuna fish sandwich she was carrying got taken out of her hand at the beach once. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and she got airborne for a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Let go of the sandwich. Let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seagulls could get aggressive every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, they can be. Um, I, I was going to just um, chime in here and mention that I did have a, a compulsive contesting win the other day. Oh, that's right. I want to hear all about that. Yeah, um, I was just um, randomly looking through the internet at like some information, and they said, caption this picture, and it was for a company called Buck Naked Waxing. And they do they do waxing for men. You can get your, That's great. You can get your waxing on. <laughs> That's more of a thing now. People are into that more. People are like, yeah, I'm gonna like I get ads for that all the time. You're like, why am I getting ads for this? And, and the the photo they had, it was a gorilla on a motorcycle um riding at high speed and it said, Caption this picture, you know? I mean <laughs> And um, my caption was, hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> the journey begins now. <laughs> the journey begins now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a traveling monkey, and the hair's hair today, gone tomorrow, you know. And they actually enjoyed that, and they commented back, and they said, you're the winner of the caption contest for this week. And I got a $25 free waxing, but I don't know... $25 is probably only about half, you know I, I mean? Yeah, it's probably not even going to pay for all of her bus fare to get there. 
Yeah, I, I think it's just for the bat. It's not for the balls, you know. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a partial, a partial <laughs> tester sample. Oh, I thought they were gonna send somebody. I thought they were gonna send somebody to do the job. That's how I thought that worked. So people are waxing themselves now. That's good. Enough. Yeah. Oh no! Well, I, I think what it is, um, you had to go to the location because this was an actual location in Ventura. It's a business in Ventura. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> how fun! <laughs> I want to go with you when you redeem that gift card. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go back in, back behind the curtain when you redeem it, but I want to go with you just, just to, to see what your options are. Just to hear me screech. <laughs> I have a feeling twenty bucks isn't going to get you very far. <laughs> I have a, a feeling that um, it's a roll of that gorilla tape, you know, and, <laughs> and you're velcroed into a chair, and then something weird like that. Gorilla tape would probably work. That's pretty strong stuff. Yeah, I think it would. I mean, it's not as strong as the stuff that you use to hang the boards at giggles, but oh, yeah. Man. That's yeah, the strong end yeah, the, the, comes off clean. The adhesive that we use for the giggles, I mean, that can support up to 15 pounds. Yeah, and you invented that, I believe, in the lab during the... Um, during, during COVID, co yeah. Yeah, because people were needing new ways to hang up air conditioners or something. Yeah, oh boy, I think um, they hang up high-fivers. Oh, yeah, the high-fivers. Yeah, that's right. That was the yeah, deluxe kit. The you, deluxe kit, you got that and the adhesive to hang them up. Yeah, it was nice. What I did with mine was I would hang up the fiver that I was retiring because at some point the fiver would get worn out, especially if you saw a lot of people in a given couple of days. It would wear out, and so you'd, you'd want to hang it up and display because you it gave you a lot of memories, you know. Yeah, uh, the, the one that I I needed the actually I did need a fly swatter the other day, and I was just almost going to go back on grabbing a high fiver to do it. Man, that would have been funny. And just didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if the press got a hold of that? <laughs> that we we dis, the disclaimer for years was that the high fiver was not a fly swatter, and then all of a sudden it became it again. Yeah, and the one guy that that like stood fast that it wasn't a fly swatter is <laughs> caught using it as yeah. a fly. So, geez, what kind of craziness is that? <laughs> Well, you did a great job at Giggles the other night. I wanted to tell you, and Spence wanted me to tell you that you did a great job as as the host, and uh, I'm I'm glad that you're moving forward as a host. I, I do enjoy doing the hosting at Giggles. I mean, and um, I'm I'm going to just do a little teaser and tell you right now. I'm going to bring back some prop comedy next show. Oh, nice! I like that. So you're gonna you're gonna pack some props in with your with your backpack when you come in. Yeah, I'm gonna have my all my gear when I parachute on down and. Oh, so you're gonna parachute back in? Oh, good. Yeah, that's good. <coughs> I remember last show you got confused and you showed up with the parachute to the show, and they were like, "No, you can't. You you don't parachute from here. You parachute into the show. Into the show, yeah. It was yeah. something like yeah, because the airport's closed at night or something weird." The airport was closed last Saturday, but I think that, um, on Sunday they were opened again for the open house. They had an open house out there. Oh, was it this last airport. Sunday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, first Sunday of the month, I think, is the airport. They do the open house. Oh, see, I thought it was last Sunday of the month. I always get confused. Is it, I think the car show is the last Friday, right? And then the so the Sunday, yeah, so then the show would be first Sunday. Yeah. It is first Sunday, you're right. And car show is last the last Friday of the yeah the Santa Paula car show I believe is the last Friday of the oh, month. okay yeah yeah that makes sense that or happened. no that, 
We're last Friday of the month. Okay, we we're, got... we're the last Friday of the month. The car shows the first Friday. Okay, so we got to look into it. We got to figure all this <laughs> stuff out. <laughs> now we're just making stuff up. <laughs> I'm like, no, Giggles is the last Friday of the month. Man, we need to finish this tunnel. What do you say? Yeah. Everybody <laughs> lean. Get some spackle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought, they, thought you did a great job. We had a great headliner, Melanie Baldonado, fit in really good with the Giggles crew. Jimbo did a great job. Jim over did a there. great, great set. I enjoyed Jim's set. I mean, he's becoming quite the exotic dancer. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, good way to explain it. A good uh, a good uh, comedy slash burlesque, I guess we would call it. Yeah, on some level. And then uh, we had the, our sweet Sierra came back again. As Sierra well. came back and did a set. Yeah, it's just a fun overall night with everybody. Just the the crew. So we're looking forward to doing that again on June 30th with Jake, Jake Daniels. Yeah, Jake Daniels is going to be here. Yeah, Jake's going to be doing magic and comedy and all that good stuff. And Spence was uh, was happy that he was able to be a part of it. And he's going to start being at all the giggle shows now. Yeah, he shared the table with um, Vern. He got Vern's special table. Yeah, well, you could tell because he had the that uh, that Eiffel Tower, the one that's kind of like the one at the the bigger one. From Las Vegas. Yeah, probably. in Vegas, that's right. Kind of like the one... Couldn't remember where that was. <laughs> I, I think um, the French sent that over to us, I mean, and to Vegas, I mean, as as a gift. Yeah, they did. And didn't they send the... Um, didn't they also send, like, Mount Rushmore or something, too? Yeah, the, the yeah they did that and the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Mount Rushmore in, in Vegas? Probably not, huh? There well, should be. <laughs> I'm trying to think what what casino actually does have the the small Eiffel Tower. Is, is it the the Paris Paris Casino? Yeah, okay. it's Paris Casino. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I remember when they when they put that in. I, thought, I was like, man, that's really cool. Yeah, because um, I remember going to a concert and walking out of a concert at the MGM Grand, and then they shuttled us through the inside of the Paris Casino. I guess we walked through that to go back out to the Strip. Mm-hmm. And the Paris Casino is like daylight, Paris at daylight time as you walk through there, you know? Oh, wow. So it was kind of like you came out of a concert and you went to Paris and then you went back to the Strip and hailed a taxi. See what you will about Vegas. It's really cool to go walk around inside some of those casinos. It's exhausting, but it's it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I enjoy walking around the casinos. I love Caesar's Palace when you go in and there's all the little shops and all that stuff down there. I think, And they've got the... Weird light shows and the statue singing or whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> Maybe it's a little kitschy. Maybe it's silly, but I like it. <laughs> I, I'm down for Ve- I, You know, I need to start booking some shows in Vegas. Maybe we need to get Giggles, a, a Giggles venue in Vegas. Maybe yeah, that's our next step. Yeah, Giggles needs to do an exclusive venue in Vegas. That'd yeah. Well, by the time this airs, we'll be able to announce that Giggles is testing the waters in Oxnard upside, up inside the... Uh, this tower here, it's going to be yeah. right on the other other side of this glass right here. Just on the other side? Yeah. Oh my God. Not the... <laughs> I <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I stepped on that one. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't mean to, I didn't mean to see a goat there. I just, I'm not sitting close enough to the board to realize where I'm at. Oh, that, that, that window was so clean, you didn't, didn't notice it was open, and you touched a goat instead of touched the glass. <laughs> yeah, I went to tap it, and then this, that was supposed to happen. But oh, okay. So, but yeah, we're going to... So to my apologies to anybody in the tower that was affected by the glass break there. <laughs> Look at that happen again. Um, but yeah, we're going to be inside there on on July 
13th. Oh, it's very a Thursday. Nice. Thursday. Yes. My buddy Bob Davis is bringing me up there, and we're going to have a big fundraiser. And I'll know more about the fundraiser. It's, it's Christmas in July is the theme. Okay. So there's going to be a Santa. There's going to be... Reindeer. I guess they're going to be singing. Yeah, there's reindeer. Hopefully we'll be dropping some reindeer off the tower. It'll be, be elf and magic. I can't see doing a show. I can't see having a, a Christmas party at the top of the tower and not dropping a few reindeer. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a given. Missed opportunity, right? Yep. Yeah, so we've got that going on. And it should be fun. I can't wait to see how that works out. And then hopefully, maybe that leads to more shows out there. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be a great, it's going to be a great event. It really does. I think so. I think it's going to be a good time. Now, let's go back to your, your big prize win now. So when are you going to be able to redeem your gift card? Now, um, they did text me, and they were um, questioning me about what time that I wanted to go in there and oh, set it up for. It's an appointment waxing. It's an appointment waxing, yes. So somebody's going to take time out of their day <laughs> to make sure that DMV Mike is all clean and good to go. Good to go with the waxing. All right. Is everybody uh, in in your immediate surrounding area okay with you going and getting a waxing? <laughs> well, it was the it was waxing. I didn't get the buffing. I just got the wax. I mean, the hot wax. <laughs> no buffing. <laughs> and how do you do, you better look up online? Like, how do you tip in that kind of circumstance too? Like, am I supposed to tip like somebody that does this? Like, what am I? <laughs> That's a weird one, right? It's a little intimate. <laughs> and I just don't want it to be one of these things that the the gift card is for twenty five bucks, and I'm going to have to front up another twenty five to finish finish things. You know, I mean, if yeah. You're like, no, that's just for the left half. Yeah. Yeah, you got your certificate covers the left half. You want the right half? That's seventy two dollars. That's that's the full the full package is seventy two bucks. See, I would. I wouldn't know how much one of those type of a things would cost. I would think it would cost more than that. I would think it would be like 50 or 60 bucks. I would think so, too. I mean, I, I don't think... I mean, you can't even buy lunch for 25 bucks anymore. I mean... Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then you're going to go and somebody's going to do that for you? Somebody, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, remove all the hair from your scrotum for less than 25 bucks? I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like, man, you talk about a bad day at work. <laughs> I gotta go make my twenty five dollars. <laughs> and I, I didn't really even think about it when I saw the contest popped up, and it, it just said um, uh, "bare naked waxing." I just I did not even read into what the the, the <laughs> business was. I was just like, "Okay, there's a monkey and a motorcycle. What would look good for a caption for that picture?" You know? Oh no! <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't. I mean. I think no matter what, you, what no matter what happens, you have to have a video camera of some sort. You have to have your phone camera, something going on. You have to document, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not when you go in the back. That would be you might be busy, but like going into the building and discussing. <laughs> I was just trying to imagine. <laughs> yeah, I just have to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I need to Google and find out where the the location of this place is. I mean. We should all just go in at the same time. <laughs> just do a bunch, just a whole bunch of us going and do a walk in. It's like we're here for waxes. <laughs> maybe I can get us each a business card with my name on it, and then we could all say we're the same person, and we'll go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want your contest. 
Oh, somebody else claims they were me, huh? Okay. <laughs> All right. I see how it is. You guys don't want to pay for You guys don't want to give me my waxing. Okay. All right, sir. We'll get, that would be interesting to see how far you could test somebody. Yeah. For <laughs> These poor people, they're like trying to like expand their business and market. <laughs> we're going to ruin it for them. <laughs> and that was actually one of the um, first contest things that I've participated in in a long time. Uh-oh. Since my ra- radio contesting career. Well, it's kind of like, is it like one of those things where you scratch an itch and it makes you itch even more? Are you now itching to do more contests? No, not really. No. <laughs> well, I, I think I'm more interested in, um, I think I will thoroughly read stuff before I submit in a contest <laughs> anymore. I mean, because I could have gotten in trouble, I mean, if it was something else, you know. You know who do a lot of, uh, do a lot of contests as athletes? Um, the only problem is now they do, they'll say, you know, oh, if you want to win an autograph picture and then you look and it's a digital autograph picture and like, I don't know what that does for me. It's a little different when you grow up with the, you know, hand, oh, the, the paper and the, yeah, it's a little, it's weird to me, the, the digital signed. I don't know. Yeah. Cause, um, I can't remember the one that you gave me one time before, but it was, you said that they used to show up at Sears. They would show up at Sears in the sporting goods section at Sears. Oh, yeah. the That was probably, was it Youngblood, maybe? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one time in Sacramento we had, oh, it's kind of sad. I don't remember who, who the other two players were, but there were three players, and one of them was Roger Craig. And Roger was great. And he they I still have pictures where it has his his you know picture of roger craig and at the bottom it says sears you know i've got hiccups because i drank root beer that's why i'm talking weird but yeah that was a cool thing i want those that's what the expo is supposed to be is kind of like that opportunity for people to experience that you can go do a meet and greet without paying a whole bunch of extra money you know and so that's kind of what what my idea is because we used to have that in sacramento we had that i met olden polonies at one of those things okay that was just a and and they would do it just at any sporting goods store or let's see we met olden at we'd have to i'd have to call my brother i know we met him at least once at jc penny's and i think um oh what was the big music store i think the it, sam goody it was before it was fries oh. no it was a big one i mean it was i mean no, sam goody was big but this place was like i mean literally big like costco size building oh okay and um the, the one that we used to have down here was um federated oh federated yeah uh, what was the name of oh i'd have to ask my brother or mark and, and the guy who did all the advertising for federated wasn't that shadow stevens that did he was fred rated that was his name <laughs> i don't know yeah it was shadow stevens was the comedian that did everything for um for the their commercials and everything that, that were was on tv or oh okay I remember Shadow Stevens. I just don't. I didn't. I didn't remember the show because I think it was a SoCal show. Oh okay. Oh the commercials, yeah, um, yeah. I think Federated was just SoCal. I mean, I don't think it was. It's driving me crazy. I can't remember the name of this place, but they. It was a really cool place, and it was one of those, one of those um, buildings that had segmented things. Like there was a little music studio if you wanted to go, you know, record an album. There was like oh, a little nice. place. If I remember right, there was like a little like malt shop where you can go get a ice cream or whatever. Oh, okay. Like there was all kinds of cool stuff just within that one building. But I can't, can't remember what it was called. 
Circuits. No, it wasn't Circuit City. Circuit City is pretty common. But I had only seen the place in Sacramento. It was huge, a really big oh, okay. place. Yeah, and they one time they had like three basketball players there signing autographs. Was it like a Sam Goody or no? no oh, it wasn't okay. Goody. It was a oh, I should ask my brother. He might remember it. I should wonder what if he's. A, we should just randomly call him. <laughs> randomly call him and ask him about. I'm gonna call him right now. A, we'll an see if he'll event answer. that happened. Well, I want to know the name of that place and see. He'll probably remember. Um, he'll probably also remember. And he hasn't been a guest on our show before either, has he? So we'll bring him on as a guest. All right, let's ha- let's see if he shows up. I'm not sure if he's going to answer or not. He might he might be traveling home from his his day job. Oh, okay. But uh, we might catch him in traffic. What was the name of that place? He's not going to answer. He's a good guy. He's not going to answer the phone if he's driving. No, that's that's safety. you got to be safe. It's going to say his phone number. Please leave your message for 9162336. I'm not going to do that to him. <laughs> you have been a guest, and now you're going to be called. Put his phone number out there like that. <laughs> I would have edited it out if I really did it. But yeah, I can't I wish I remember the name of the place, but it was a really cool it was a really cool spot. But it was um and they had it was Mitch Richmond, Olden Polonese, and I can't remember who the other players were. But they would always and they they had certain weekends if the Kings were in town, like if they had a game on Sunday and they didn't have a game on Saturday, you'd go and JC Penney's Every J.C. Penney's in town would have a player like oh, for okay. a couple hours, and it was like something that they set up. It was a you know something where you had kings in the community. I think they called it. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah, fun. It was actually kind of cool. I mean. Yeah. So Polonies kind of gets it. Polonies. That's yeah. why he was so good at, at what he did, and that's kind of what I want to bring is that experience to people. You know. Yeah, that that was a great event. I mean, I enjoyed that event. And it's coming back up here in October. Yeah, October 1st. October 1st. We'll get my buddy Tracy out here, too. That'd be kind of cool. This is going to be um, Expo 2. What do you think of the idea of... Because um, I've been talking to Carlos about bringing the voice actors and some of those guys doing some signings, too. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool to have that. And Carlos, with his background, I mean, he's got a bunch of characters he's done. I mean... Yeah, he does a lot of those cons where he goes out in the cons. The the when I say cons, I'm talking about conventions. <laughs> he's but, but he's like, not a con man. <laughs> he's a convention man. But uh, yeah, he does a lot of those where he he and I'm sure he does pretty well with Adam because he's got a lot of characters to. And I, I think the idea of having the voiceover actor would be really cool to have. You know, I mean. Yeah, we just need. I after talking to him, I know we would need a couple of more volunteers that are assertive type volunteers that are kind of like in that um you know kind of helping move things along type of a thing because i was talking to him about um about how smooth everything went and he's he was telling me how it's not always like that because sometimes you'll get people that want to linger and stuff like that i don't I don't think we really had that. There was a little bit while Tabitha was there, but nothing uncomfortable because it was... No, there wasn't. Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah, actually, um, everybody was well-mannered and 
yeah, I don't think anybody tried to take advantage or anything like that. I think it was good. But yeah, we'll we'll probably we'll have handlers for the autograph guests and making sure that you know I mean I mean even Tommy can do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> but we'll have it to where they they you know, I it's more I think of something of making them feel comfortable. Yeah, I mean, Olden knew that you were kind of handling him. He knew that, so he wasn't like it wasn't a thing with him, or it wasn't a thing with Rat Tabitha either. But um, just after talking to him, I realized how important it is to make sure that you do have somebody there. And it, just was, great, it was great with him because he sat there and he talked to everybody. He took an interest in having a discussion with everybody that came up there for something signed. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he spent the time there. Yeah, so um, little a pretty good chance we're gonna try to bring him back because he he did do a great job and there's a lot of people that wanted to meet him that didn't get the opportunity to do so so maybe we'll bring him back and bring a, a couple other basketball players and see how it goes and some more fighters and yeah we are gonna I'm I'm working on making sure that my buddy Ian stays Ian McCall stays available that day um maybe if tabitha's in town maybe she'll come back even okay you know make it just kind of a fun event for everybody yeah uh, and this is going to be um seaside sports collectors expo 2 yeah on october 1st the second yeah we've got to figure out how to name those especially if we're going to do multiple ones i was kind of scouting when i was driving up the coast i was scouting um Pismo Beach and um, that area up there, like just right above. What is it? Um, oh, what's the town that's right above? Oh, Cam- Cambria. No, right above Pismo Beach. Is it? Is Cambria right there? Oh, San Luis Obispo. Yeah, San Luis Obispo. Oh, okay. Like I think that would be a good. Um, let me do it like a Jeopardy. What is San Luis Obispo? <laughs> yeah, what is it? <laughs> I'll do that for a hundred, Alex. But they've got. I think they have a fairgrounds there that might be kind of cool to do something. You know, do a, if they have a similar hall maybe kind of fun to do a similar seaside expo up there yeah even, but, even though they're not as close to the sea they're, they're close enough right yeah pismo is really close to the sea so that i'd, I'd preferably pismo it's just that that's a that'll be travel for everybody yeah but i think the san luis obispo vendors would probably like that they'd probably be like oh that'd be cool go over to pismo for a few days for the night or whatever i don't know Let's and see. And um, is vendor spacing on pre-sale now? Or? Vendor spacing is currently available on pre-sale. I've got to uh, double-check the website. There was a broken link somewhere, but it, I think everything is up and going. Okay, great. Yeah, so we're all moving forward with everything. And we got a giggle show coming up here um, June 30th, right? Yeah, June 30th with the lovely and talented Jake Daniels. Jake Daniels. And this is going to be an outdoor show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I've been I missed working outdoors. Yeah, out, out, outdoor show. Um, this is the first one of the year for us to go outdoors. Yeah, if it stops raining. I mean, it rained yeah. today. <laughs> Every I, I, time I think we're back outdoors, I look and it's the weather's terrible. I, I know this is like the classic June gloom for Ventura County. You know, <laughs> I'm not complaining though. I mean, it's we had no, no, a good winter. Yeah. So, you know, it would just be nice. If if it lasted a little bit longer, it'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take a little (laughs) more water. I'm sure that that not all the reservoirs are full yet. I'm sure we need some more. (laughs) Job security here with the windows, too. (laughs) You tell me this tunnel's not haunted. 
<laughs> there's yeah. there's something going on in this. <laughs> there's something bad. I I don't know how the the train conductors do that when they go through those dark tunnels, and they know like some of these tunnels they're in them for like twenty minutes, and you're like, how could you have the confidence? Oh, I just couldn't do it. And and how could they do that without having to honk the horn? Because, I mean, that was just like whenever you went on a family, family vacation, you had to honk that horn when you went through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Maddie's got her thing now where she's trying to get all the ships to honk their horn. She's doing the... Oh, okay. She hasn't got one to do it yet, but she's not patient either. She does it a few times and then figures, oh, they don't see me. Like, it's a pretty big ship. They're kind of far away. You got to give them a minute to see you, <laughs> you know? The, the the one that I, I still remember um, driving across country with my two sisters and my mom and dad. And the classic one is your dad turning around saying, don't make me stop this car. Don't make me stop this car. Because we would be fighting in the back seat, you know, arguing over something stupid. Did your dad have any special moves for when you were in the back seat? No, but when he finally did stop the car, um, my sister was able to um, hit the door lock button and then lock the doors. She was in the front seat, and, it, and then then so he couldn't come back there and wail on us. Oh. <laughs> he was locked out. That's funny. <laughs> my dad would would do. He had a move where he would reach back with his good the you know the right hand. Uh-huh. And he would just pinch our knee, like grab our knee and just pinch it as our, oh man, oh dreadfully painful. Oh man, it would hurt so yeah. bad. <laughs> but the car was quiet most of the time. And, and then I think sometimes um, my dad would get back at us later on because we would be um, making that trek across country and we'd stop and go through like a drive-through for some food or something. And then just as he's handing something back to you, I mean, the lid conveniently comes off and he spills it on your lap, you know? Oh, I mean, <laughs> no. Oops. <laughs> it, was that coffee too hot? <laughs> I don't remember us ever eating, like, fast food on a trip. I remember, like, we would brown bag it. Oh, and then the rest stops. I, I remember that, too, the rest stops. Bologna sandwiches and, yeah. <laughs> bologna sandwiches and we always had the chips that were just a yellow bag that said chips so it was just <laughs> they were just the generic chips in, in the 55 gallon container of peanut butter to go with the jelly yeah <laughs> they used to get the a really huge i don't know if costco still sells them but a really huge impressive bag of uh tortilla chips oh okay i mean i'm talking like maybe five to ten it was big and it was like the size of a small child, but they bought those regularly, and me and my brothers tore them up. And and then you could, could get the pretzels in the the plastic jar too, right? The pretzels in the plastic jar from Costco. I don't know. That, the, that the sounds che- like rich people food to me. And the cheese balls. See, all, that all sounds like rich people <laughs> food to me. <laughs> she did get. We would get that, and then she would buy the big jar of queso, the big uh, can of queso, the big gallon of queso oh, okay. and so we had nachos for days oh okay that was actually yeah and it would be like road dog nacho nachos right? yeah yeah it was like stadium nachos it was like a ball stadium nachos did your dad just put the, the the nacho cheese underneath the engine compartment to heat it up or? <laughs> <laughs> no we were allowed to use the microwave oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we would tear. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. And then when uh, I started going to ball games, 
stadium nachos kind of uses the similar cheese and chips because they buy in bulk. Oh, okay. And so I was like, oh, this is good. This is just like home. Yeah, we went someplace one time fairly recent here, last couple of years, and they did table nachos where they took and they had like that paper, just a craft paper, and they put it on the table. And they just, just nachos. I mean, they dumped the hot chicken and everything on top of the tortilla chips and everything's on the table. I mean, it's just a... Where is that at? I I love that idea. It was at someone's house. They had it like that. It was just a table nacho thing. Where is their house? (laughs) (laughs) I think they were calling the International House of Nachos. I mean, dude, I don't know who those people are, but guess what I'm doing tonight? I'm making some table nachos. (laughs) Table side nachos. I don't have very. It's gonna have to be like a TV tray nachos. I don't have a whole table's worth of chips, but. (laughs) <laughs> I used to joke about that on one of these radio stations I would call into that I was um uh avid collector of TV dinners, vintage TV dinners. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they played they played along with me and I'm just like, yeah, I got, I got the Salisbury steak from 68 and I got <laughs> And the guy's like, how do you... I, I go, I preserve them in the freezer. I have them in the freezer. As long as you keep them frozen, they'll last forever, you know? I mean, and it was like, I would go off with like the Swanson ones. But but there was ones that used to be for kids. I don't know if you remember the ones that were called Libby. Uh-uh. Lib, Libby made TV dinners for kids. And it was like a theme where the TV dinner box had puzzles and games and everything. But... It was just the crappiest food ever that was in it, you know. I mean, like, like preached before chicken nuggets. It was just fried chicken and chocolate pudding and whatever they could throw in there. You know? Oh wow! Oh my goodness! But yeah, I, I love the idea of having that vintage TV dinner collection, and then people would say, "Oh, what's your most collectible?" I go, "Yeah, that that Salisbury steak from '68. That was just like." <laughs> That was a choice cut of Salisbury steak. We got to look at getting you like a, a banner with a pit with that looks like a bunch of of uh, TV dinners, so that you can hang it up at the expo yeah. and put it like a in a in the back of a like a bookshelf or something, so it looks like you really have them there. Didn't have it say something like collecting for over fifty one years. You know? <laughs> yeah, buy sell trade. Anybody else brought any of their Swanson's TV dinners in? <laughs> yeah, Grandma used to eat those. She liked the Swanson's ones. It's pretty crazy how long those have been around. And and they were actually metal trays at one time. I mean, they, I mean. Oh yeah, because you threw them in the oven. The oven, yeah. You didn't have a microwave. It was pre-microwave. You know, I mean. Wasn't there a little while when the when the the trays were edible too? <laughs> yeah, <the> edible <laughs> trays. Yeah. They used the edible cardboard. <laughs> edible cardboard trays. <laughs> I remember my my one of my aunts giving me edi- the the kind of candy that has the edible wrapper, and when she gave it to me, she's like, "You don't have to put, you don't have to take the wrapper off." And I all I could think is, "I want to. You just touched it. <laughs> like I want to take the wrapper off." <laughs> I always thought that TV Guide should have got into making TV dinners, and you would have the TV Guide on the box. You know, that would be smart. <laughs> You're right. And you could have. You could have seen what was on television that week and had a whole week's supply of TV dinners. But the problem is people would be aware of how long them TV dinners sit in the freezer. Yeah. If you sit there and you're like, Matlock, that hasn't been on in a while. <laughs> and that was another concept I had, too, that I wanted to... I always used to joke about it when I would call in different places, is um, a restaurant I wanted to call Breakfast of Champions. 
mm-hmm. and it would be a cereal buffet, and it would be just all your favorite cereals, but it was like soup plantation. And you <laughs> went through, and you could just get a bowl of whatever you wanted, mix it up, and... I love that idea. I and think it's a good idea. Then you go over to the milk, the milk machine, which would be—I mean—something that would fill up the milk for your bowl. I mean, it could be something like udders of a cow or something, and It'd be like a giant version of of the the continental breakfast you get yeah. at a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> I always love that when you go up to and you want your cereal, you got to go. You have to pull the lever down, and it just dumps. And, and then we were talking about earlier, my favorite thing at the end of the whole thing would be you'd have a claw machine with all these vintage prizes that used to come in the cereal boxes. Mm-hmm. You know, like your submarines or whatever you had that was in your your cereal box. And it'd be a claw machine at the end and you get a token when you completed your breakfast meal and then put your token in and get the claw to reach something out of there, you know, at the end of the... I love that. <laughs> Yeah, Breakfast of Champions. Breakfast of Champions. And all the tables would be just the cereal boxes because everybody would read the cereal boxes at the morning for breakfast, so you could just have vintage cereal boxes for tabletops. I bet you get uh, the 3D glasses for the, and you get all 3D, the 3D cereal boxes. Yeah. And then you can just have a sanitization area like Disney has for Captain EO. <laughs> And you just you just spray down those things, and and then you just give them to the next people in line. Next people in line. Yeah, and they can pick the, whichever ones they want. The other one that I used to remember about surreal prizes is: Do you remember that the, you would get a record sometimes that would be on the back of the box? Or you'd yeah. Cut, you'd have to cut the record out, and you. Could play. Yeah, it was the silliest thing ever, wasn't it? Yeah, you play that cardboard record on. And they played though. They played, yeah. Not they, very good, but they played. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta find those. I'm sure that the, I'm sure that you can find those boxes still. Yeah, because there was a I, lot. I, I bet you a lot of people. There's probably people that collect just the prizes that came out of the cereal boxes. You know. Yeah, that's a lot of crappy cereals. Because the crappy cereals are the ones that put the good prizes. Yeah. Like if you're if you're eating, you, Fruit Loops has never put in a good prize. Like they don't need to. Like it's delicious. Yeah. Every kid goes down the aisle begging mom for Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Yep. Although Kellogg's did baseball cards for a little while, which was really cool. They did the, um, they did the uh, Kellogg's the Sportflix ones, the ones oh. where it would be like a you know portrait, and then an action shot portrait. Action oh, okay. Shot, portrait. It'd be like, um, like like two D. Yeah, they're really cool, and uh-huh. and so uh, Kellogg's did that, and then um, Post Serial did cards way back in the old days, like in the old days. Like I'd say, like the '40s and '50s, like a long time ago. And then honeycombs used to give you a um, license plate. You'd get a mini license plate inside a box. You Did know? they really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I never trusted that frog. <laughs> oh no, that's honey. That's a different. Oh, that, that's sugar smacks. Yeah. That's sugar smacks. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody's talking about all that smack and sugar. I don't know about that. Yeah. Sugar and smack. That doesn't make sense to me. But yeah, um, we were talking about earlier that they just don't put prizes in the cereal boxes anymore. They're gone. What was your favorite prize that you can remember ever getting out of a cereal box? The ones that I remember was the submarines that you took the submarine and you put baking soda in it or baking powder. I don't remember which it was, but then it was gunpowder. I think it was. It was gunpowder. Yeah, okay, it was the seventies. It had and, to be gunpowder. And, and then you could watch it, and it would submerge, and then come back up, and then you could add more baking soda or gunpowder to it, and it would submerge again. 
and it was always nice if you had a, a big swimming pool in your backyard because you could put it in your pool in the backyard and oh, yeah. it'd go all the way to the bottom and then it never came back up, you know, and it was all over. I mean, day was done. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> and until it got stuck in the pool pump and then dad would be beating your ass because it got stuck in the pool pump. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, we didn't have a pool, but I, I'm sure that that would be the case. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had, we did have a, Adobe for a little while. It was like a three foot that collapsed all the time. Um, I think my favorite was that they used to do little magic tricks sometimes. And so you'd get something that had mirrors in it. So you'd put your finger in it. It looked like your finger disappeared and that kind of stuff. I think I liked that was oh, okay. the kind of stuff I liked when I was a little kid. Until the baseball card stuff started to take off. That's when I was like kind of... Then I was, I wanted to buy a Wheaties box if it had Muhammad Ali on it or something. And then the other one was you would get, um, you'd have to save box tops and then save send the box tops in to get something that was a more expensive prize. So, I mean. I was never good at that. Well, I never had, had the follow through. All you had to do was just steal the box tops while you were shopping. You know, you'd only buy the <laughs> one box of cereal, but you'd get the box tops off about four or five different ones. <laughs> exactly. Oh, ooh. We got a call. Oh, you know what we do? Hold on. This is good. Hold on. All right. You're on the air. Are you there? Hello, brother. What are you up to? <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, you're on the air, dude. Just so you know, okay? We're we're on. You're on living on the you're ledge. You're on living on the ledge. You're a guest. All right. Well, how do you, how are you doing? <laughs> don't we're, we're doing good. D don't worry. You don't you don't have to be on here long. I actually called for a specific question. What was the name of and what, what, first of all, what, what we were talking about the Sacramento Kings and how they used to do all those free signings when we'd go to like JCPenney's and all that stuff. Right. Do you remember what was the name of the big electronic store that, that had uh, like three players that one time? Are you talking about Incredible Universe? Incredible Universe. That was it. So that must have been just a Sacramento thing. It must have been. That was your version of our Federated. Who were the players yeah, that, do you remember who the players were? I do not. It was so long ago. I don't think I went to that signing, actually. I, I think I only went to, uh, I, I don't think I went to that one, but I, it was probably like Brian Grant because he did most of those. I was telling Mike uh -huh. that I think it was, it might have been Brian Grant too, but I was telling Mike that I think it, I'm sure it was old, I'm, I'm sure it was Mitch Richmond, and I think it was Olden Polonese, and maybe, maybe it was Brian Grant. Yeah, I, I don't remember to be honest, but that was like, that was like a, um, Incredible Universe was a, kind of like a giant radio shack like they they were owned by they they were owned by radio shack from what i remember like it was all radio shack brand products oh, oh all the tandy products do you remember the tandy product <laughs> right well they had they so they had a music studio inside of there right a recording yeah, studio yeah you could do like karaoke you could do karaoke in there and then um they had like they had all kinds of stuff they had like you know an area for books mostly like tech books Mm -hmm. um they, they had a video game center where you go buy any like nintendo or you know whatever video game systems were out at that time um and then they had you know different places where you could buy like motherboards or whatever parts for a computer you needed and they had like audio equipment of all kinds um speakers and radios all that kind of stuff just just the, a giant electronic store like anything you'd want electronic speaking would would be in that they probably had the numbers. 
they probably had the battery club too, like Radio Shack did, but they probably had it a little bit edgier. They called it like a gang instead of a club. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. <laughs> well, the cool thing about uh, the cool thing about Incredible Universe too was that it was really well logoed, and they wanted to show off their, you know, all of their new whatever you call it, like their the new technology the new stuff. Oh, yes, okay. there was yeah. always they always had there was always like some level of a light show going on or some it was really a cool place. It really was cool. They always had demonstrations going on of new products or new, you know, ideas or, you know, different things. It, it was a pretty cool store. Yeah. So what was your I, I uh, what was your memories of uh going to those free signings? Who who do you remember the Brian Grant one where they cut off the line like like right in front of us? Yeah, it was either Sears or J.C. Penney's. I think it was Penny's. Oh, was it and Penny's? They, they cut, yeah, they cut off the line. It was at Sunrise Mall. And um, I remember we got there. We actually got there a little late because we did another signing or something. I, I don't know if we did. That was the Mitch Richmond one across the street at Target. And then we ran oh, over yeah. to do the J.C. Penney one. Or if we just got there late. But it was, in, it was at Sunrise Mall. I remember that much. Yeah, they used to do, um, they would do, there'd be so many in one day that you couldn't, you, it would be, it was yeah. hard to make it to oh, them all. Okay. And not because yeah. there was, I mean, some of them would have a ton of people, but Brian Grant was really popular, but it's for, we, so his line was long. I think that was his rookie year too. Like it was early in his career. Like he, he either had a big season before that or something, but he was like one of the more popular players at the time. Yeah, and I remember um, we may have gone to like the auto mall to get autographs because I know we did that a lot too. There's always someone signing at a like a truck, you know, like Ford or something like that. That's right. There was, it was so, it was cool. Um, yeah, there were there were signings everywhere. When cell phones came out, all the cell phone stores had flares coming. There's some audio stores like you know they did like home audio vi- video stuff like that. So and then every once in a while they did we. Every once in a while, oh, and uh, yeah, that one. Um, I remember that one really cool one that's kind of by where you live now. That was like a um, one of those stereo audio car stereo the, places. Yeah, they threw Scott on Pollard. such an event. It was so great. Yeah, I can't remember who was with Scott Pollard, but it was Scott Pollard for sure. I think it might have been Bobby Jackson. He did like all the signings. It seemed like. Yeah, Bobby was a part um, of that one, and there was one other player too. There was three players at yeah. that one, and it was a really good event. I, I had and almost I blown it off, but it was really cool. They had um, the uh, the barbecue place that, that was over there off of uh, near Arden Way. I can't remember the name of it. Something West. Huh. Um, I don't know if I ever went to one there. But well, no, they they had they catered it that that oh, event. Okay. They actually oh yeah food. yeah you're right that's right <laughs> that's what I liked about it. Yeah, it was really food. Good. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was a good little barbecue spot. But, um, yeah, they did that, and they had, like, music, or, like, D- live DJ, stuff like that. It was a really cool signing. I remember that one very well. Yeah, that one was a lot of fun. So we're so we're trying to figure out a way to get you to come down to the expo on October 1st, and I'm thinking that maybe this uh, having a couple of Kings players involved might actually help. That's one of the reasons. I'll call you later, talk to you about the stuff with the card shops, but um, we're, okay. try- we're trying to work you into the program here. <laughs> yeah, I mean. yeah, we we had a, a really good good time. Everybody loved Olden Polonese and we're looking forward to having him back. Yeah, he's he's sounds like he, he he was a good guest to have from you know what you told me. I didn't get to make it down unfortunately, but 
And I'm sure I'm sure that your niece is going to want to re- want revenge when it comes to the cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's quite the cornhole player. But you, you, you may want to think about not having a cornhole. <laughs> yeah. Like, oops, I forgot. <laughs> well, we'll probably put it outside. We're not going to have room for it inside, I don't think. Yeah, I think we're going to be pretty well filled up there with vendors this time. Yeah, we're we're we have to be in the smaller room at least one more time. So we're going to go in there and hopefully pack it out. <laughs> That'd be really cool. All right, bro. Well, I'm gonna call you here in a little bit. We're gonna wrap up the show here, so I'll uh, I'll call you in a little bit. All right, bro. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, even though I didn't know I was gonna be on at all. Oh, hey, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Thank you. And the, and the answer to that trivia question for those in Sacramento is incredible universe. Incredible universe. Incredible it was. All right, I'll talk to you in a few, bro. <laughs> all right, talk to you later, bye. bye. Yeah, incredible universe. I don't know why I couldn't think of that, but yeah, it was really cool because it was really well lit up. And, and were they a big? They weren't a franchise. They were just a one store. I think so. Okay. And when they and the unique thing about Sacramento is we also had Tower Records, right? So Tower Records originated in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Uh, everywhere thinks that they originated, but there's actually a documentary about Tower Records, and they talk about everybody thinks that they had the first Tower Records, the uh, first and, one, and it was the one that me and my brother used to go to. We should we we'll have him on to talk about that extensively. Oh, okay. It's really fascinating because all the people in the documentary, the people that started the store, those are the people that sold us records when we were kids. Oh, okay. So we were at at that part and had no idea that we were part of this big mo- movement, <laughs> movement, you know, that's still alive to this day. There's still uh-huh. a gigantic Tower Records like in Japan or something. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched well, that documentary? Well, is isn't there one still in L.A. too? Isn't wasn't there a Tower Records in L.A.? Or I don't, am I thinking of a different franchise that we had down here? Tower lasted for a while here, but I don't think it's there anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The Tower more recently went away. And if you go to the um, the Sacramento Kings Arena where the Kings play, they actually have the original um, Tower Records from from the original Tower Records on um, Watt Avenue. Oh, okay. They have the sign up on, oh, on the wall. It's really okay, cool. Very cool. My brother didn't warn me about it. And when I oh. saw it, I was like, well, and my, and my brother goes, that's the sign. I was like, oh, oh. wow, that's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, and you didn't know. It's one of those, you know, it's like Andy said in the office, it's too bad you don't know you're in the good old days until they've already passed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's one of those things. <laughs> well, we should probably start heading down, or yeah. otherwise we're going to have to do another full hour. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, we'll start lowering this thing down. As always, too, you know, you'll get you'll get paid your overtime rate just because you did do a little bit longer here than okay. usual. So we'll, we'll, make sure that, we'll make sure that that's reflected on your... Okay, and then we can we'll give Ryan a friends and family discount. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll also get his check, his God, royalty that, check. That, that sounds like it's kind of like a little loose on the linkage. Yeah, there's definitely uh, that one chain that kind of keeps looping through that's broken. And from what oh, okay. I've seen on the crabbing boats on TV, that's a bad thing. Yeah, so maybe we'll take a look at it. And uh, it's probably bad that you use tie wraps to hold two links together. Well, it was. I'm not going to leave it there forever. That's okay. just until just temporary until some until it breaks and somebody needs to fix it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not permanent. <laughs> not a permanent well, thing. Dude, you did another great show, and I just want to commend you again, man. You you've been doing so good on the stand up. Oh, and, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. An absolute vital part of the Giggles Live family. I, I love being a part of the Giggles Live family. Well, the good thing because we're not letting you go anywhere.
living on the ledge. Gallagher swinging a 10-pound sledge. Is that sister? One of the sisters sledge? Let's eat some cheddar in a wedge. You need to be thankful for what you have. Yeah, I think we're somewhere in between the 35th and 36th floor, actually. Kind of just um, in between windows, actually. Having a couple of cups of tea up here, and then we were taking our tea bags and straining them just to the right um, density and weight, and we would throw them off of the scaffold and set up car alarms. This actually told us, I mean, just how much it takes to set off a car alarm. I mean, that wasn't even someone breaking in. That was just um, uh, something falling from 35 stories up and hitting it. Living on the Ledge with DMV Mike, only on the Giggles Live Radio Network. The Walkout, every day at 10 p.m. on the Giggles Live Radio Network and everywhere podcasts are found. He lived in one room for a long time. You know, my mom was like, you and your brother's going to share a room. Mm -hmm. We're in there, bunk beds. You know, older brother has one bed off to the side, not a bunk bed. And I mean... And to imagine in those days they raised us without Nickelodeon or without devices. Go outside or here, play with this box. Nowadays, you can't get kids to go outside. That's, you know, now it's now a thing of the past. They have a cell phone. They can flip that open and watch whatever they want so one of the things too like my son has a bike i was telling him that when i was his age i used to ride my bike and i didn't live in a good neighborhood at all to my grandparents house who didn't live in a good neighborhood at all and i would drive through a couple neighborhoods that weren't very good at all to get to grandma i mean i would ride my bike probably like three or four miles when i was like 12 years old away really true it's so different now there's no way you would send your kid out like that now there's no i remember my parents letting me ride from Lemonwood in Oxnard to Ventura because we used to you know go to the skating palace and uh, met up with friends and rode those bikes to skating so that's you know I, I that's truthfully I don't know how many miles that is yeah but we just trekked it as kids you didn't care and you didn't have a cell phone so she couldn't call and say hey where are you at it was all right well I guess he's gonna get here before dinner or he's not gonna eat oh yeah oh you better <laughs> believe it and, and it was weird back then you know you knew that you know if you left super early you we were definitely gonna have to ride back so it was like we trekked that same thing back all the way until before it got dark and isn't it amazing that we made it back before it got dark most of the time too oh, i didn't always make it back before dark but i tried oh yeah my mom was definitely ready to uh to whoop some tail <laughs> or if we if we weren't where we were supposed to be with when the street lights came on that was the thing don't let those street lights come on and you're still outside the Walkout, every day at 10 p.m. on the Giggles Live Radio Network and everywhere podcasts are found. You're listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. A lot of the people that are bus drivers don't pay attention to their passengers, and they kind of miss a lot of stuff. Taya Leone and David Duchovny were both on the bus another time with the same guy that's the special needs guy. He was telling me he just got his email account. This uh, We called him Sarge because he was a sergeant in the Army Korean War, this gentleman. He gets on the bus like right after she gets on the bus. And so he tells me he has all these emails and I go, 
what are you, some kind of movie star or something? <laughs> and, um, and then she looks at me. And then I go, oh, that's that, that's that girl from that. <laughs> and then she looks at him, at Sarge, and she goes, yeah, you look like that guy on the X-Files. <laughs> and then he looks up and I go, oh, that's the guy from the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> Stories on the Bus with Jim Eaton. Only on the Giggles Live Radio Network. You are listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. Every year it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, because the Mets have to pay him a million dollars every year, like for the rest of his life or something. For like 25 <laughs> years after he retired. <laughs> yeah. One of the greatest deals anybody ever did. And right? I guess it was his agent that set him up that way. He didn't want that. Because mm-hmm. it, it was just recently he had his Bobby Bonilla Day. And I was reading about that, that his agent convinced him to set up that contract like that. And he didn't want it. He wanted that big payday. Yeah. And they're like, no, just had him do it this way. And so he's, what he's, he's been retired, what, 10, 15 years now? He's still, he's getting, still paid. getting paid. Yeah. PAX with Big Tom and John Marquez. Weekdays at 6. Only on the Giggles Live Radio Network. You're listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network. 